and welcome everyone to episode 88 of One Piece at a Time, the One Piece read-through podcast where we read and discuss five chapters of the One Piece manga each and every week. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host and freelance letterer at Shonen Jump, Brandon Bovia. How you doing, Brandon? I'm doing pretty good. I'm, of course, uh, Brandon Bovia, letterer of manga like Dragon Ball Super, Kaiju number 8, and uh, many, many more. And uh, honestly, just kind of ready to pick up where we left off because we, I feel like we got a lot to cover. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we definitely do because this is the type of set of chapters where you just, you finish off some of them and you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's exhausting, which is how relentless it feels compared to so many other flashbacks. Yeah. Like yeah. Oda is like, I'm going to make you feel things, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just, you, you, I mean, and that's good storytelling, right? Is like, you, you put the reader in like the lowest of the lows so that like when you bring him back up, it feels satisfying. Yeah. And he's very good at that. So, yep. Whew. Well, let's get to it with chapter 396, Saul. And uh, Miss Goldaweek, uh, ra- rather than just outright escaping, Heading to a Navy prison. Yeah. Which is very interesting there. So, hmm. I'm... We'll be seeing how the how that plays out. Yeah. There's been a lot of intrigue with all this lately. Like, my God. This, yeah. This, this has this to be story, the best. Yeah, it, it's it's absolutely my favorite so far. It It's going places. Mm-hmm. For sure. But, yeah, we, we turn to Robin's flashback. And the buster call has commenced. And the... The town is getting bombarded. The people evacuating are still getting bombarded. They haven't made it to the evacuation ship. The tree itself is getting bombarded. And basically, you get, even get this narration by the five elders, uh, where it's like the research carried out by the, by the archaeologist of O'Hara is far more extensive than we anticipated. Knowledge propagates. We cannot let it spread beyond the island. Obliterate all the demons of the O'Hara in the name of justice. And it's like, in oh, the you name sons of justice. Of, mm, mm, mm. Yeah. And, and then you, you, you see um, Spandai in here just kind of like, you know, you know, like, hey, we're not off the island yet. Like, they're trying to kill us. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, that's the buster call. Like, <laughs> yeah. And that, that's what even Spandam doesn't understand because with, with him, you know, before threatening, like, ah, I'm going to hit the button. Are you scared? Right, right, right. Yeah. Not realizing that they're going to attack your island, you dummy. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It, so now, yeah, because we were just talking about that uh, last time where it was like, wait, well, uh, it, hey, a full out assault is a full out assault. And, you know, here we're seeing it. So there we go. You know, uh, getting a taste of their own medicine. And and I think it, it's truly just, you know, it, it, it goes to show kind of just how brutal it, it all is. Just like, you know, yeah, they will not leave a single soul alive. Although... Uh, my biggest surprise of this chapter was uh, Dr. Clover, Professor Clover is still alive. I mean, you know, it takes more than a gunshot to kill people in this anime, <laughs> this manga. Yeah, that's true. I, I just, th- there was something so like, and, and not to say that I'm disappointed because I mean. Yeah, it did feel f- like final with the angle. Right, yeah. Yeah, because it was like, you know, it was like, oh, he had gotten really close to the truth and he was going on about this big speech. And then it was just like, all right, shut it down. Blam. And then I was like, oh, oh, oh okay, he lived. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he, not for much longer, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's, and it doesn't add a ton other than some direction to go for it, but it, it's, it's still, I don't think it's a big deal that he survived for, for that. It's nah, sort of not really. Yeah. It, it was just, yeah, it was more of that, like, oh man, that, like, 
I think the the finality of it uh, is reduced a little bit of that, just like that gunshot, because that that because that moment is so hardcore. Where you're just like, all right, shut it down. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. But and we get to see the continued cowardice of the Span family. <laughs> I'm going to go yeah. with that, where he's <laughs> like, I, uh, I, I I mean, they're supposed to start with the same. Yeah, yeah. Beginnings. I'm I, like, I, I'll go with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, let's see. If she's really an archaeologist, yeah, I don't know if that's true or not. But when you're not sure about something, uh, just eliminate it. So commit it to face to memory. Do not let her off the island. But we're getting out of here. Do we bring all of you? No. I need to survive instead. Screw the yeah, orders. I need to survive. Yeah. So let's let's get out of, of here. Course. So. Alvia is left behind, so we don't even know why they wanted her in the first place. They just right because at, at this point they're just like, all right, like my life is more important. So yeah, it's it's cowardly, <laughs> cowardly, but also like it allows for like the sweetest sweetest hellish moment ever, where just Robin oh, yep. goes go. up, takes her mother's hand, and they just cry in each other's arms, hugging each other. It's like, oh my god. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And that little like v- like vision of like I, I think like seeing like the silhouette of like her aunt and uncle like you know like holding her holding their daughter hand in hand and just like she's always wanted to do this and she's always wanted to hold her parents hand that's all she's wanted <laughs> yeah uh, uh, it's it's heartbreaking and yeah. the fact that she pre- like Clover is like I had no idea that you could actually read the poneglyph. I'm sure part of him is like, man, if we had just involved her, we could have actually figured out even more. Gotten the truth out. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, that's the interesting theor- thing here with all this. We don't know how she lo- learned to read it, whether it's like. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Like, I, wa- I wonder. Is it innate that she somehow figured out because she's so young and a bit of a genius? We don't know. I think that's the like the safe assumption is that like she's just really smart and read up on it. But God, there, there's so much. Um, that kind of goes unsaid here about like what happens when you know you kind of just like torch thousands of years of like human history. Uh-huh. So I I just like that there's this thought uh, that goes in my brain that's just like there there's so many things that would never even be touched on in the story that just are like getting lost here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and God just. The, the little bit of praise is like, ah, you're, you're, you did your best. You studied hard. That's not something anyone can do. That it's wonderful. And just seeing her break down, you feel for Robin so much. And Clover says like, okay, you got to get out of here. All we take Robin and escape. Uh, if you sneak her on the evacuation ship, you could probably leave the island. And that's when Saul shows up. It's like, all right, you've, you you reunited with Alvia. Good, uh, good job. And then of course, uh, Alvia recognizes Saul and he's just like, She's like, why are you here? Well, I was shipwrecked and it's basically karma that I'm stuck here because Robin saved me. And that's when Olvia uh, decides like, okay, I need you to take care of my daughter. Make sure she escapes from the island. Aren't you coming? No, I still have things to do here. And Robin, Robin's immediately oh, like... Oh, the self-sacrifice. No. We just I, met. <laughs> I just got you back and you're you're leaving already. It's like, no, don't do this. 
but she she also imparts well knowledge to her it's like you're you're a scholar you should know history is humanity's greatest asset it will enlighten the future that lies ahead for all of us knowledge of the past must be passed on to the next generation or it will disappear uh, we weren't trying to expose history. We just wanted to retrieve and protect the voices of the past. So our research will end here. But if O'Hara, but even if O'Hara perishes, we cannot give up on the future of the world. And obviously, Robin doesn't understand, but you know yeah. those words stuck with her. The, this speech reminds me a lot, actually, of um uh, of of the stuff with the uh, Injaya. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very a, a lot of a lot of about like you know. I feel like there's a theme here of like kind of preserving like the message of humanity into the future and mm-hmm. kind of like inherit- inheriting the will. It's it's also one of those things where you just see the amount of long game that Oda has played. Essentially yep. 200 chapters of setup and just little hints and clues to what what who Robin really is, what informs her, what is her history and just getting more and more of it. Uh, unlocked until we get to this backstory that really shows like why she's an archaeologist, why she wants to see the poneglyphs, why she wants to uncover the history. It's yeah. it, it all comes back to this this the people she came from and seeing well them all die essentially because yeah basically they're, yeah. they're sacrificing it, sacrificing themselves to preserve preserve as much knowledge as possible. And and it, it, it's. Like, I guess, like, the weight of sort of, like, this great mission that is now kind of imparted onto her because Robin is the only person who can do this, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Robin, of course, wants to stay. Uh, Saul takes her away. Alvia is just happy that she called her mother, tells her to live. Everybody's crying. And that's when Vice Admiral Kuzan is informed that somebody has spotted the deserter Vice Admiral Saul. Yeah, that's a. I forgot about that. I, I did too. Yeah, I hadn't completely forgotten that he. We we sort of see we get a flashback and a flashback here where he's basically like, he he learns the truth or not like the truth, but like he starts questioning his sense of justice, which I think is a really important thing. Yes, he he was part of the attack on Olvia's crew, basically the ones mm-hmm. that were researching all this. And yep. it's like, I said, don't kill them, capture them. But they were resisting. We're not pirates. You can't control them. We've captured so many ships researching history. I don't understand why these must die. And he's like, just so upset that like you killed all of them except one. And he asked her flat out, do you really desire the weapons? And Alvia basically berates him. <laughs> yeah. You're just afraid of a past that you know nothing about. And, uh then he's informed about a secret mission, how, about how there's going to be a buster call, 10 warships with five vice admirals in command. I want you to be one of them. And here's the interesting part. The one telling him all of this that he wants to be part mm-hmm. of is Yeah, which always seemed like when you first meet him, he seems relatively okay. Maybe you don't get much of an impression on him, but the fact that he's a, like ordering, like okay with the buster call and takes the words that Saul tosses at him is like, all they want to do is study history. Is it so, if it's so dangerous, why can't the government offer to work with them? So I'll be the one take killing these people at the site. So give me proof that they are evil. And all of a sudden Goku says is like, you're doubting the government. Just obey orders. I'm like, oh boy. 
Yeah, One Piece has war crimes now. <laughs> oh yeah, we do. Oh yeah, we do. And this and the, uh, the guy who's leading the fleet admiral is ahead of is the one leading all of this. It's like, oh jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and so I, I, I feel like this is the most we've seen of like a, a like a character in the Marines just like actively like like no, what we're doing is wrong here. Like like it, tell me why this is the right thing to do. And I think, like, we, we've seen this in bits and pieces. Like, I think about Smoker mm-hmm. and sort of his relationship with authority and kind of, like, you know, with the whole, like, cover-up for Alabasta, you know, and he was basically just kind of like, you know, like, all right, tell him to stuff it. Yeah. We're, we're sort of getting the explorations, I think, of, like, what justice means to all of these characters. And, and it like, gives you a good sense of who are kind of the good guys and who are kind of the bad guys. It's like, you never hate Smoker. But you yeah. see this sort of stuff with Sengoku, and it's like, oh, I do not like this guy anymore. There is like yeah. no- nothing there. And it just also like makes you wonder just how powerful he is. Yeah. This is maybe sort of in broad terms. I don't know if I'm getting ahead of myself here, but that that really is kind of the big takeaway with me with the like the world of One Piece is that it feels like such a like it, it feels like a critique of like large power structures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of yeah. like of like structures of authority. And, you know, you have all these characters, like, kind of questioning, like, no, why why am I following this authority? Like, what what does this actually mean to me? Mm-hmm. What is so, justice to me? Yeah. And some and are just I like, think, it's pure authority and what the government orders. They're just willing to go along. Others are a bit more thoughtful for themselves. And I like that, you know, you sort of see it here. Like, Saul, you know, has a kind of a off-screen conversation with with Ovia and you know suddenly just like oh he's you know taken her and escaped you know and so it was just once he hears out the other side he kind of like he knows for himself what he has to do yeah and so he's able to get he, she's he's the reason Ovia was get uh, was able to get away it's the reason she arrived on a marine ship and you know because of the of the attack he that's why he washed up on shore so it yeah. all ties in, and now he is just running from the Buster Call, the thing he was aware of, and just constantly like giving affirmations to Robin as he's running along. It's like, be proud. Your mother is noble. O'Hara is noble. You must one day take on the duty of telling this island's history because O'Hara fought against the world. And he takes a cannonball to the face. <laughs> yeah. That's giants, man. They're built different. <laughs> yeah, and and some are like, oh, I'm sorry about the direct hit. Uh, Saul is like, oh, oh he's, right. he's so, evil yeah. conspirator, evil conspirator now. So it's like, yeah, I I do find it funny that they're a little guilty. They're like, oh, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like, has taking a cannonball to the face has no concern for himself and is just like, you know, what if that hurt Robin? And then just goes like. I completely forgot about this. Or he, yeah. <laughs> he just walks up to the ship and is just like, all right, I've had enough. Yeah. <laughs> just like suplexes it, basically. <laughs> Picks it up. Yep. Just ta- takes care of that ship. And uh, what a what a way. You just feel it. Like just in that moment, it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> There, there's some, some, that, that thought, too, about how Saul was just like, oh, you know, don't let me in with those other giants. And then here he is just like, all right, I can I can still throw hands, though. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, I'm still, still strong, but I'm, I don't <laughs> seek battle. I'll put it that way. Yeah. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <laughs> oh my God! All right, three ninety-seven in hopes. That was of, a long one. <laughs> yes, it was. I don't. Th- I feel like these are these last few are going to be pretty long. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in hopes of reaching the future, ah, pretending to be captured to infiltrate the prison. How interesting. And I love how they can yep. just see the little betrayal black still on that guy. And it's like, oh, hot. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Yeah, because at first I'm like, wait, is that Mr. Two that he got away? But no, I saw the betrayal black. I'm like, ah, that's how mm-hmm. they're making this work. So that's interesting. And we just get the continuation of Saul wrecking these battleships single handedly. That panel of him like throwing it down is so awesome. <laughs> mm, and you can see that it's like there's multiple ships on top of that, like four, yeah, like three yeah. or four. The men are panicking. It's like it's like he's attacking us. What's what's going on? And all the while, one, Robin's forced to watch her friend do this. Two, mm-hmm. we're seeing in the midst of the fire and everything exploding, exploding, all the scholars like we save the books. We must preserve history. We cannot let them be burned. So just Toss throw them out the, the window into the lake. It's yep. better than losing them. So all these books keep going or uh, get tossed into the lake. And, you know, the, we can see Alvia there. Clover's there. They're all just spending like spending their last moments trying to save history. And it's like, oh, God, that's. That hits. Yeah. And then like there's that just like that thought of like like Ovia's in there, you know, as well trying to preserve the books and like you just like Robin is just sitting and watching that tree get bombarded. Mm-hmm. It's getting bombarded. <clears throat> Saul's getting bombarded and he's basically trying to act as a distraction. It's like, hey, you need to get to the evacuation uh, ship now because if you stay, you won't be saved. And like more of the, the attacks start happening. You can see the destruction of the town. No wonder this girl is completely paralyzed by the idea of a buster call. Yes. That she gave yeah, up and I've... did not want her friends. Like this destroyed an entire island. What is a crew of what? Six or seven stand against it? On a tiny ship yeah, that's yeah. barely it, sailing, it all it all makes sense. Like yeah. that now. Now that you're seeing, and I, I think it's important too. Now establishing just like the horrors of what a Buster Call is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like and these are the stakes. Under, yeah, and you're understanding where she's coming from in all of this. Yeah, and the the killer of all of it is that she finally gets the motivation to run and live because that was her mother's wish. And as soon as she gets to it, just the kids, the people, it's the monster. It's, you know, she's the daughter of that criminal. If we let her aboard the ship, that might come to her attack too. Some are like, hey, we, she's just a kid, let her on board. And she's like, throw, I'll throw you rope. And then she tries to use her powers to get up there. And it just yep. freaks out and everybody. All, freaks them all out. And they just kick her off. And then there's Spandine. Uh, this is basically just like, ah, she's an archae, she's just a kid, but she is an archaeologist and the target of this attack. Do not let her get aboard. Wow. So it's just like, it, it, it lets the people know and they force her away and the evacuation ship and, and Saul knows it's like, oh, CP nine doing all this. Yeah. It's like dirty. Yep. Yeah, and he, and he goes for it. He's like, he's ready to take down Spandine 
And that's when Kuzan shows up. It's like, damn it, the ice block partisan getting Saul from behind. And that's why he's like, yeah, if the Buster call was stopped by a former Navy member, how bad would that look? And that's all about the looks, huh? Yep. That's all. That's all that matters here. And just get this conversation between the two of them. It's like, are you proud of this assault, Kuzan? You know, this isn't right. It's just being in a, a, a use an example. And all he has to say is like, if it's good for the world hereafter, so be it. The reality is that the scholars did break the law, but justice changes shapes depending on one standpoint. That's why I won't criticize your yep. idea of justice, but I can't let you interfere with the work. Th- that's also a, and uh, he, Kuzan's got some interesting lines here. Uh, again, for for folks who are caught up, I think I think this rings a little bit different. <laughs> uh-huh. It's 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 yeah. it comes across as like there's a reason he's sleepy. He's extremely passive about, about this stuff. He'll he'll yeah he'll do stuff eventually to maintain a sense of justice. But his lazy justice. But yeah, it's his <laughs> part of his lazy justice where he's like, I I I can only let so much happen. Yeah, and yeah. And even the even Kuzan is affected by this because Vice Admiral Sakazuki, who I don't believe we've met at all, yeah. destroys the evacuation ship. Yeah, which I was really shocked actually that this was just like you don't see his face, but this is his first like on screen appearance. Yeah, we, I, I see. I saw this guy. Were... Like, oh, I know who this is. Yeah, oh, actually, yeah. <laughs> it actually even says that later to become Admiral Akainu. Yeah, yeah, because I think that we mentioned before that like. That there were three admirals, right? Yes. Yeah, I think we got that introduced at least. Um, yes. So, like, I think I think they named all of them, but we had only seen uh, Aokiji for uh, a little while. So, yeah. yeah. They're always called Aokiji, uh, Akainu, and I missed, I forget the last one, but they're always that. Uh, so, whoever becomes those admirals. Yeah. And so, the, I, like, the, the, I think the thing that's really interesting to me is, you know, like, because, you know, yeah, Sakazuki b- blows up the ship, you know, blows up the evacuation ship. And then, of course, like, Saul's like, how can that be justice? How can you still hold your head high? And then, you know, like, it, it's very funny to me that, like, all Kuzan says, like, I wouldn't go that far. Like, as if you're not complicit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, <laughs> like I, wouldn't, I wouldn't bomb the evacuees, but I'd still, like, get the people, like, just get the island itself and the history. But he's, yeah. like... He does have, there is a limit here. It's, it doesn't feel like it matches his, his sense of justice, but it does actually, where he doesn't, if they're innocent, he doesn't want any, any harm to come to them. But because of the, the, the history has been deemed unjust and the scholars have been deemed unjust, he's okay with them getting punished. But this yeah. evacuee ship with ostensibly our innocent people, he's not willing to go that far. But Sakazuki, it has to be all of its roots. We have to take it away yeah. all of it because even if there's somebody that snuck aboard, which is possible, they have to be killed too. Just guilty by approximation. And it's when when did One Piece get so gray morality? I know <laughs> we're we're seeing it. Like I mean, it's always been there, but like we are seeing it now. Like there's there's so much of uh just like the marine folks just like. You were, even though they are, you know, kind of all kind of committing atrocities right now. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, everybody kind of has their own, their own take on it, you know? And, and I think, I think it is, it is so fascinating to be seeing it kind of play out here. Like, like they are not just like one entity and that like everybody kind of has like their own little spin on their philosophy. Yeah. And you, between the three vice admirals, you get to see it in play and, poor Saul he just he can't stand up to 
an ice ice man. Yeah. And, you know, it's like run Robin as hard as you can. You'll end up de- dead no matter what. If you stay on the island, take my raft, go out to sea. I'm I'm cornered. I'm done. You have to go. And mm. that's when this we get the, the keywords. I know. Like you're all alone <laughs> right now, but someday without a doubt, you will meet friends. The sea is vast. And someday for sure, you'll find friends who will protect you. No one is ever born into this world completely alone. So run, oh. don't look back, and laugh with the Dureshi. And it's just, she calls out to him, and he's doing his Dureshi, saying, go find your friends, as he's frozen solid, so with a kind of a smile on his face. And it's just like, ah, yeah. damn it, damn it, One Piece. Of course, only One Piece could make something so silly, uh, like like a complete gibberish word, and that's like that guy's laugh. And you're like, oh, that's weird. And then you're just like, oh, no. <laughs> I know. Oh. And the tree of knowledge falls over, and you see the scholars pass. Uh, you know, Clover just saying that man is so callow, and Alvia is just regretting the fact that she couldn't leave any words befitting of a mother speaking to her daughter as she, as she dies. And Robin gets to the edge where the raft is. Mm-hmm. And there's Alkaji as well. Yeah. Who's on. Yeah. Here's his justice, which I find uh, like this clearly is because I, I think what, like whatever Saul did had an effect on him and whatever, you know, seeing what, seeing what uh, Sakazuki did had, <laughs> yeah, had an effect on him. Yeah, it absolutely did. And, you know, just, he's like, all right, this seed that Saul protected, I wonder what she'll be. So you can begrudge whoever you wish, but be grateful that you have a life and live like a recluse from this point on. The lines of this ice in the sea will take you to the next island. Uh, so just go straight. You'll make landfall. But I'm not an ally. If you attempt anything, I will be the foe who comes after you first. And boy, did that come back with no wonder she was terrified when. Yeah. Now now seeing when Aokiji showed up, you know, after, uh, you know, right before Water 7. And it's just like, oh. All right, yeah, it's it's over. <laughs> yeah, you, you you see where where she was coming from, mm-hmm. and she gets the flashback of all the words that everybody's said to her, and as she's rowing away from this burning island, she's attempting, she's attempting to do to Dureshi, but just cries. It just cries. She's eight man, <laughs> she's eight and watching an entire island engulfed in flame. Her home, the people she loved, and it's just like. Damn. Cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. It is. Obviously, I don't know how many, you know, how many backstories we have coming up, but this has to be one of the roughest backstories. I think it's. I think it's still my favorite. I, yeah. I think it's still my favorite one. There are a lot of really good ones coming up. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. But my God, that just think, that effect. Yeah. That seeing and I, the flashback's not quite over yet, but but seeing no. that shot of her just like like crying like as she's boating away you know like stuck between two pieces of ice and the island is burning behind her like oh man yeah 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 all right chapter 398 declaration of war and uh hey we got the strongest suspects where we see uh mr one mr four and crocodile in prison yeah they might be chained up, but they still beat the hell out of the other prisoners. So yeah. I like that Crocodile still has his uh, his hook. Yeah, who left or him? Or he somehow who, got it back? Or somehow, like, who left this man his hook? That's that's a bad yeah. idea. Is there still poison in there? Because that's a bad idea. <laughs> like, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we start the chapter itself, and 
they're, they're basically looking for any survivors and they discover that all the books, like hundreds of books in the lake bed, but it's, it's like, it's amazing. Like you can see all the little dots in the lake bed. It's mostly books yep. in that, in there, in there anymore. That's wild. That's a lot of books. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's amazing to be able to see the results and who knows what they did with that information. Yeah. I was going to ask that exact same question. I don't know what they did with all this. I, I think that the world government is, you know, they're probably just like, I burn it all or whatever, but either like, they'll confiscate it or they're just lit it in there to rot. It's, yeah. it's hard to say for sure. Somebody got a picture of uh, Robin making landfall, landfall, getting on a passenger ship uh, and losing sight of her. But Spandine recognizes her and basically like, you know, she got away and Kuzan's like, damn it, she got spotted. <laughs> but yeah. you, could de- you could definitely see that. Yeah, well, that, that and the, you know, it's like uh, Spandine's like, I tried to go after her, but my, my rudder, it was like it was frozen. And it's like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about, mm, that's, I'm sure Saul helped Is there anybody like, with ice powers around here? That's, mm, that's weird. But uh, <laughs> huh, a scholar with the ability to read Poneglyphs is dangerous regardless of how young she is. She must be captured without delay or this mission is meaningless. So that's mm-hmm. how she gets the 79 uh, million berry bounty as an eight-year-old. And they basically yeah, is- can, uh, inflated what she actually did because she's the survivor of the demons of Ohio who can Ohara who conspired to destroy the world. And somehow as an eight year old sunk six Navy warships when we now know that wasn't yeah. her. That was Saul. Yeah. Oh, man. Taking the blame for that. Yeah. They that's they because they, they, they can't say this girl reads Poneglyphs. It's just like she's yeah. dangerous. Right. Exactly. That's all. That's all they need to know. Um, although in the in the broader context of of the series, like I, I think for what they want, seventy nine's pretty low actually. Yeah, maybe it is because she's eight. But I mean, I, I say that, but it's also still like the second highest among the straw hats, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yes, I think she is still say. above second or third Zorro. Yeah. yeah. So that's and that I, that would mean that she she's had that bounty like the whole time, which is also yeah amazing that she's uh eluded capture this time because we see we see her life what her life was like where she yeah this part's real sad man uh, it is devastating where it's like she's helping a nice old lady she turns her in she stays out with these other people to be like that try to seem to be nice they hear she hears her talking and like uh it's like oh this bounty is pretty tempting uh and they they run off into the night starts teaming up with pirates and that pirate of course gets uh captured and just like uh you know it's, it's her fault and just all this constant of being like your sin is being alive and she's still searching for these poneglyphs mm-hmm. and god it's something about her saying i'm 16 i'll do anything please let me join your organization that has some connotations yeah that, i was gonna say oh boy <laughs> That's certainly some un- uncomfortable connotations, but I think I think I know the situation innocent. that she's in. Yeah. I I think it's just vague enough to take it either way. Yeah. Uh, just knowing knowing you know basically living in the underworld for like her entire eight years you know, at, the, at that point, and then another how long? Because uh, it seems like she joined up with Crocodile maybe around eighteen or so. Yeah, and the thing for me, God, maybe even later than that but like th- this definitely goes back to what Alkishi said to to luffy where it's just like every organization she's aligned herself with fallen like yeah. every single one well and the reason for that is that either they betray her and try to get her bounty or the government shows up and wants her bounty that bounty has been yeah. just 
the the curse of it all. And I definitely think like this is again, it, it's a lot more implied, um, but you can read between the lines of like this is what it would be like to like try to survive in this world with a you know like an almost eighty million bounty on your head as a child. Like and that 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 does stuff to to a person. Oh, inevitably, yeah. inevitably. So I, it's it's hard to say whether this whole story was you know, that was conveyed to everybody here, because all we get as actually as as conversation is, you know, her basically saying the Buster call right here and now, and not only in his lobby but all of you will be blown away too. And Spandam's just like, no, they wouldn't attack and kill their own comrades. What are you saying? It's like, uh-huh. um, <laughs> yeah. were you listening? <laughs> To the part about your dad? <laughs> yeah, I, that's the thing. I'm not sure if how much she actually yeah, said about all this because they act like yeah. they kind of heard the backstory. But mm-hmm. basically, she's like, that attack is aimed directly at you, the friends who I finally found at long last. And the more I wish to stay with you, the greater your risk is. So this unshakable foe will continue to pursue, pursue me. And that foe is the world and its darkness, the darkness of the world. So yep. I've involved you twice. I can't do it. I will become too much of a burden and you'll, and and maybe even someday you'll betray me and cast me aside. So that's why I didn't want you to come rescue me. And that's, I think that's all they actually learn. I don't know if they know her full backstory. Mm. I think they just know that bit. It's like all that betrayal, all those reasons for why the government's after her. When you see it all laid out like that, like you just, you see like why it's so difficult for her to trust anybody and why she can't let herself open up and, like this is what it took you know like Mm -hmm. and now that she's finally found people in the world who care about her like she doesn't want anything to happen to them yeah and god i'm I'm tearing up at this moment already just get getting ready for yeah get get ready (laughs) (laughs) because fandom is basically like yes the world Look at that symbol. It represents the unity of more than 170 nations allied across the four seas and the Grand Line. It represents the world. Your resistance is frivolous against the sheer power of that organization. And all Luffy says is, I get who Robin's enemy's enemy who Robin's enemy is. Sniper King, shoot down that shoot flag. Shoot down that flag. And I love yeah. that it's Usopp that, that, that does yes. this. No hesitation. Gets to show off his new Kabuto weapon with a Firebird Star, which is awesome as hell. And they set fire to the flag. Luffy <laughs> declares war on the government. Yep. The all, Yeah. Do they realize what an attack on this flag means? And yeah. Like, and as Spandam puts it, like, do you really think you can survive now that the entire world is your enemy? Bring and it Luffy, on. just bring it on, just screaming at the top of his lungs and seeing seeing the flag burn, seeing Robin just like tear up at like like the, the lengths to which that they are willing to go because mm. god damn it, she's her friend. She's like, yeah, she's their we, friend. We, That's all that will, matters to Luffy and they want her back and they will protect her no matter what. We will take on the world for you. That is what that that is what that is. Yes, there this. I think we've seen it before, of course, but this more than anything else shows that resolve that people always talk about with Luffy. You become Luffy's friend, he will topple governments to protect you. Yes. <laughs> and and they were already Multiple. in they were already in trouble before just attacking Enos Lobby. This yep. is and a now, full th- declaration. This is, this is intense. That is the big moment. Yeah. That is again, I, I think I talked about this last time where it was just like this is the part where the scale really starts to open up and you start to see kind of how the wider world works and now our 
sort of like our first entry into that is Luffy and the gang basically like middle fingers up to the world government. <laughs> like we're going to get our friend back. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. <laughs> we don't care. And, he, and what all he wants to hear is that Robin wants to live. And she's just all the memories of like, you can't live in this world. Your existence is a crime saying she just wanted to die and then Saul's words and then even Usopp's words of having faith in Luffy. And that, and that she didn't know that she could wish to live. Yeah. And that nobody ever let her wish that and that she's always been, you know, like you don't have to, you know, being told that you don't deserve to live. And then to finally have all that laid out and then she finally breaks down. I want to live. Take me to sea with you. And that's yeah. even convinces Frankie. He's like, I like you guys, darn it. Yeah, I kind of forgot Frankie was here. I know, right? <laughs> so I, I, I needed that little bit of levity of just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's all Luffy needs to see here is like that grin afterwards. It's like, all right, yep. hell yeah. And I like the fact that we don't waste any time seeing them defeat those those aspects on the uh, with the drawbridge. And the drawbridge starts being lowered and that's all we need to know is like while that flashback was happening, they were taking care of business down there. Yep. And Spandam's freaking out. I was like, don't let them come up here. <laughs> he does not want that. <laughs> Although me, me, uh, Rob Lucci looks like he's ready for a fight. He's excited. <laughs> oh, he is down for this. He's like, oh, hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I mean, uh, Zoro is ready for a fight, too. Yeah. Like, he's like, your face is scary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, I, cool. I mean, I think we feel it. Like, oh, we're all like, oh, hell yes. We are ready yep. to just avenge this woman. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Like that. God. I mean, cause this is basically like this is Robin's like like the like the moment in Arlong Park where, you know, Nami finally breaks down and asks for help. Yes. And yes. and now like, just on a much grander scale after everything. God, like. Ah, oh, what like eighty chapters? <laughs> yeah, I mean, eighty of, chapters of Water Seven, uh, two hundred chapters of mystery, just having it all yeah. laid out there, seeing what her true intentions are. It's, it's once a relief, and also one. Of, it's like just this call to action. You're like you're ready to see yep. these guys get beat down. Yep. Because yep. of what CP9 represents at this point, it, it, it definitely. God, this is. I mean, we we've I, this episode's already going long already, but like I feel like this is really the moment where seeing kind of the wider one piece world and just like there's so much to dissect in terms of like how how gray the morality truly is and i God, this is the stuff i really love and and finally getting those emotional hooks yeah it's great it's god this, this one was a long time coming this this chapter specifically was a long time coming it is it, it, I, I i remember the first time Reading this, watching this, I forget what shit at this point. Seeing that and being like, oh, hell yes. I was fist pumping. I'm like, hell yeah, Luffy. I was just yeah. totally into it. Uh, we do have an SBS. Uh, kind of an important one, too. Like this yeah, is, yeah. It, it really shows that the live action really did take from as much as, as possible. Because the sea in here includes everything. Rivers, pools, bats, everything that holds a uh, pool of water. In terms of the earth, everything is a sea. So when one uh, when one with powers to enter such places, their their powers don't work as well as expected. They can struggle to use them, but it doesn't do much. Uh, and that's if their uh, if their entire bodies are submerged in the sea. If it's just half their bodies, their arms and legs, the effect is lessened. Water washes off like rain. Uh, that water that washes off like rain has no effect 
react at all. So usually they'll just emerge halfway or take showers to get clean because that's where it all stemmed from. Because uh, like you know, because mm-hmm. crocodile being a Sandman, so um, you know they they do take that I guess risk to put them in to be in danger in order to get clean. Yeah, and it's a, it's an extra risk for crocodile because his powers just don't work when he's wet yeah. at all. So yeah, because we saw yeah. with Luffy, he's able to get his like the water on himself, uh, like on his fist, in order to punch crocodile. And that's an example. It's not a pool of water. So if it's any kind of like bath, that's a problem. But if it's a shower or just like Mm -hmm. sort of getting wet a little bit, it doesn't affect you in the same way. Yeah. It's kind of like how like because we've seen it before where devil fruit users are like sub completely submerged in the ocean and they they sink. Um, But like if um, because there's that bit in Alabasta when they're in like the casino and like it starts flooding and Luffy like he just starts he just sort of goes like limp because like it was just like his legs were uh like you know partially submerged yeah so yeah it it makes sense it does it does all right chapter 399 jump toward the waterfall and hey we get to see the uh the ladies of baroque works (laughs) the old woman not seen in a long time and the young lady i'm meeting for the first time and (laughs) there's something oddly innocent about the faces of miss golden week and (laughs) miss valentine they're just they're just hanging yep, out. They're just there. And <laughs> these these other women getting bashed in the wall. Like, my God. <laughs> yeah, see, <laughs> you really get the sense that the Broke Works folks have uh, instantly become, like, the top dogs. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, we just sort of get a... It's basically a showdown. It's like a reminder. is like the drawbridge is being lowered. You think you can survive against the world government. Bring it on. We'll save you for sure. Everybody's ready to go. Like action pose for all of them. Looks fantastic. And of course, action pose for CP9, except for Spandom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh God, don't come. <laughs> Meanwhile, Cocky's like, ah, no one could beat us. <laughs> oh man, it is. It's good stuff. But we get it. We get the the reasoning behind it. We 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 get the plaza. Where the giants are still holding things off. Uh, Mozu and joined up by Lulu were able to work together, take out those weird guys uh, <laughs> on that, and pulled the lever. Kiwi and Tilestone worked together and took out the uh, the other one, so they can get that lever. And now it's just uh, down to the uh, Baskerville as uh, Polly and I forget the head head one's name is, but. Uh, they, they attack together against Baskerville and cut him in three. And it turns out they're not actually a three-headed man. They're just three guys that hang out together, like one in the middle with two very big We're legs. We're just close. Yeah. I actually forgot that that was the twist on the joke. I, I genuinely thought that he was a three-headed man. I did too. Man. So you, you, you got me, over. I mean, you look got at those me. body proportions. Two guys with tiny legs and huge arms and one guy with tiny arms and huge yeah, legs. Yeah, they've got one arm each. That's... So it's funny. like, okay, this is the best part of their joke. Yeah, that, that, that's the funniest that this bit has ever been. So I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy for the twist. But they're also kind of the most effective because they fire the mortar and stop the drawbridge from um, from lowering the full way. And, you know, he's basically the basketball saying, get out of the Tower of Law. Uh, and there he's like, all right, I got to go get to the gates of justice before they cross. Robin, you're coming with me and somebody yep. grab Cuddy, uh, Frankie. We're going. Yeah. As a, <laughs> as a proper supervillain, you know, escaping at his first uh, first chance. Oh, totally. <laughs> yep. And then we get, oh, I forgot about this moment. This is fantastic. Yeah. 
God. As, as much as I kind of forgot Frankie was here, I'm so glad oh, he's same. here. <laughs> You're just like, you forget. Like, oh, man, God, he's so, he's so mm-hmm. good. <laughs> Basically, Spandam's taking the opportunity. He's like, ah, I have a slight advantage. Time to gloat. I'm not going to let such immense power uh, slip away from me. So somebody grab uh, Cutty Flam. I got Robin. I'm all set. And then uh, Frankie reveals the actual Pluton blueprints that was hidden in his body. He has it. The entire time. Which it makes sense. He's he's mechanical, so all right, uh-huh. sure. <laughs> and they're like, ah, it's real, isn't it? Uh, you can tell it is absolutely real. And he's like, ah, yeah. He, he flip, flips through it for him like a little like story. And Spanner's <laughs> like, ah, hand it over. The blueprint of my dreams is like, Robin. And this is Frankie saying, I, Robin, I know you're not a demon now with plans to make evil use of the weapon as rumor had it. This thing was that was passed down through the generations of the Water 7 shipwrights isn't just a, the blueprint to make a weapon. And he's like, basically, the only reason we kept it around is because of the fear of you and the fact that we needed to have some sort of countermeasure in case this dangerous woman brought back the ancient weapon. But... After seeing you, seeing your story, and knowing that you how you are and have friends to protect you, I'm going to make a wager. If I'm to fulfill the architect's wish in this situation, there's only one thing to do, and he burns it. I don't need to just fear you. Just torches it, yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. God, Frankie, he doesn't give a crap at this point. Yeah, he's just like, nah, man. <laughs> and, and he makes a good point. Like, the, the fact that the government, like, were able to find it in the first place, like, it was supposed to be a secret. So, like, it's got to go. It's got to mm. be destroyed. If, if you know that it exists, it has already outlived its usefulness. Yep. And the fact that she's not a threat and you guys are, yep, this thing's got to go. And uh, I, I love this. The power of the counter of the weapon is gone. So if Nico Robin falls in your hands, we're doomed. And if the Straw Hats win, you'll have nothing left. I'm going to bet on them winning. And then he, God, Frankie's oh, such a goat, man. He's so I love good. Frankie so much. He is, uh, I, I kind of right. forgot just how amazing he was throughout this, this arc. Yeah, and, and then... After all of that, like he gets to reunite with his, uh, with his yeah, family. Yeah, the Frankie family shows up, and he's like, uh, he's like, he did come to my rescue. It's like uh, <laughs> all good, right? Yeah, because he was telling Robin, he was like, man, like wow, your friends came to save you. I'm not crying and all that, and it's like, and Luffy's like, shut up, get the Robin is waiting, lower the, lower the drawbridge. <laughs> he's not usually that callous, but it's like, no, yeah, I. I laughed at that. It's like, all right, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Frankie calls out to, to Luffy. It's like, seems my men were beholden to you. They're, this time their boss, Frankie here, will show you super military strength. And he's like, I'm still mad at you for chasing away Usopp. It's like, don't you know that he's next to you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then oh, Spandam man. does to Frankie what I wanted Robin to do to Spandam and pushes him off yep. into the abyss. And that's when all of a sudden Kokoro. Over the radio says, I heard everything. What are you reading around f- for? Well, the bridge is only halfway down. It's like, ah, halfway's plenty. I'll be there in four seconds. I'll be there in four jump, seconds. Jump yeah. toward the waterfall. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what she's telling us to jump toward the waterfall. And then you see the shot of Rocket Man crashing through the courthouse. Yes. <laughs> as Luffy, of course, grabs everybody at the same time as they all kind of panic. <laughs> and it's like ah rocket man's still ch- chugging never underestimate the legendary sp- shipbuilding company and i i'm curious about this where frankie's like rocket man i like did he build rocket man i think he he would at least like know that it's mm-hmm. there because i or at least that's that's my 
read on it is that he he was like, what's yeah. that doing here? <laughs> it, it, to me, I'm like, yeah. I almost wonder if he's the one who built it, but that's I, hard to say. Yeah, I could believe that yeah. at least. <laughs> and uh, that we end with Rocketman launching across, saving Frankie, and coming towards Spandam and the tower. I completely forgot, like, because this is all, like, relatively minor in the grand scheme of things, but, like, of course, they couldn't just get to the other side in a normal way. So, like, he has to come up with, like, the most hype way for them to get <laughs> and across. And a way to bring just... Kokoro back into the scene all of a sudden. Yeah, because she was, she was just hanging out, like, watching all the action from the sidelines. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. all right. <laughs> and so, God, coming in right at the nick of time. All right. Chapter 400, The Key to Freedom. 400, and... baby! <laughs> We hit it. We hit we hit the big 400. This is major. But I'm also not sure how I feel about this one, about um, the Baroque works actually reuniting. It's been interesting, but it's like, huh, I don't know how I feel about these guys actually going free. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. No, uh, I, I have no idea either. Because on one hand, it's like, oh, that's neat. On the other hand, it's like, I... These guys suck. <laughs> some of them are cute and whatnot, the lower numbers, but yeah, they did some awful things. I don't know how I feel about them going free. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, I'm. I, this cover story keeps me on my toes because I, I feel like I, I, I know where things have to end up to some extent. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, where, where, where is this going to like connect with that? Good question. I, I honestly have no clue on that. Yeah, me neither. But we pick up. Kokoro's laughing like crazy as he launches across, and I really love like this kind of retrospective that she has while she's <laughs> flying in Rocketman in midair. <laughs> yep, it's just like ah, it brings back memory, doesn't it, Tom? Where he's announcing how he's proud to uh, help the man that known as Roger, and uh, how Luffy was also saying he's going to be king of the pirates, and he's like ah, he was that Roger was such a fool, just like Luffy in a way. So that's why you helped him. And it looks like we didn't learn our lesson since a lot of whole, the whole lot of Tom's workers are helping the, this pirate kid. And it's like, yeah, you would have done the same thing. <laughs> yeah, which uh, it's it's heartwarming. And then you, and then you see Rocketman crash into the building and it's you know, hilarious. But <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> the yeah. tooth chips off and all that and gets fandom again, freaking out. It's like, oh, God, they're here. <laughs> all right, Robin, you're coming. It just reminds me kind of like the Joker. In the original Batman 89 movie where he's just constantly running off and like, okay, you people hand this uh, delay Batman. I'm going to get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. It feels very much like that. (laughs) And Robin just wishing she could take off the sea prism stones and actually get away and do something. Uh, He wants uh, Lucci to stay with Spandam. The others have permission to go take care of the others. No matter what happens, you are to protect me above all else. And here's we get the thing that I completely forgot about. Funk Freed. Turns out to be a devil fruit user and not yeah. an elephant that ate the sword sword fruit, but another one of these weapons that ate a elephant, uh, an animal fruit. So yeah, a sword that fruit. ate the elephant elephant fruit. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, as that's a thing. <laughs> yep. I am. I however they did this, I am curious. That's for sure. <laughs> One of those, one of those like weird, goofy things about the One Piece's world. It's just like, ah, yeah, don't worry about that for right now. <laughs> like they don't, <laughs> they don't really address it. They don't really like, ah, uh, like what? How did that? So, <laughs> <laughs> so as uh, he's again going back and forth between confident and scared out of his mind, Spandam's like, all right, just try to get her back. You try to get her back, Straw Hats. And the Frankie family is celebrating that Frankie's out of his change and Frankie's okay, and they made it across. And they're all worried about Kokoro. 
And they find out that all the cook row and their granddaughter only got bloody noses. It's like, yeah. that's ridiculous. It, it, it's funny that Frankie's the one here who's just kind of like, what are you? <laughs> <He's> like, it, <laughs> and I love how it's not just Luffy that gets out. It's like, ah, it's because you're made of rubber. It's like, no, all of them burst out. It's like, ah, we bounce right back. Everyone's okay. Yeah, they're, they're fine. That, that's one piece. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right. Let's go save Robin. And that's when Fukuro shows up. Yeah, as a like against the wall. Weirdly enough, it's I, I very odd. Why is he there? It's, I it's, don't know. It's gross. I don't like him. <laughs> no, he's very weird, and he's the one that kind of breaks down our. We, we can't have it just be a normal set of one-on-one fights. No, no, no. Of no. course, we gotta have a gimmick. Because hey, CP9 has orders to kill you all and not let you get to Robin. So unless you beat all of us, there's no way you can rescue her. So. Take a look at this key. Robin has been made with, uh, has been cuffed with uh, sea prism stone, which is unbreakable. So you know it's, you you'll never be able to remove them. So if you want to save her, you got to get with these keys. But I never said that these keys, that the key I have is the real key. All of us have a key. So you have to defeat all of us in order to be sure that you could save Robin. And there's our sort of setup for like yeah, we have to yeah. actually fight all these guys. Kind of a silly gimmick, but it, it works. You know, it's it, like it's, when it's they have the time to set puzzly. all this up, but right, okay, where they're sure. kind of like, oh, okay, so you take that key, and, <laughs> and and the funny thing is, is that damn it, Oda set this up as well, because Fukuro, of course it's Fukuro telling them this. He's the loudmouth. Yeah, oh, he reveals yeah, all the secrets. Right. So that to me, like, did they? I, I would imagine they would have known. Is the like Probably. okay? He's gonna spill the beans. So. Like, yeah. Why, why bother? So we're just going to have uh, we're going to yeah. have multiple fake I, keys. I'm going to have to guess that that, uh, that they, they didn't actually tell him which one was real in order to yeah. maintain. Probably. <laughs> otherwise, and I was like, all right, we got to get Robin first. The keys can wait till afterwards. Let's just forget these guys. Ah, but if you do that, we'll just toss them into the sea and you'll never get a chance. So Luffy, of course, immediately wants to go after him. It's like, no, no, no. Until we figure out what their next move is. Let's, let's go. We know that you need to be the one to take on Lucci. Go find Lucci. Lucci. Fair. We'll yeah. take care of the others. Mm-hmm. So there's six of us against five of the CP9. So we'll get their keys and uh, we'll lose. You know, if Robin passes through the gates, it's all over. So losing a fight, time limit. losing time. Everyone win, even if it kills you. So they all take, you know, they all break and head out. And it's finally time for the, the, the straw hats to get into the fight. God. Ah. <laughs> it's a long time coming. Oh, yeah. And Luffy's, of course, trying to find out where it's all at. And we start getting our breakdowns of who's fighting who. So Frankie looks like he's going to be taking on Fukuro because he's well, honestly, he's looking for the pantry so we can get some cola to uh, refill himself because he's feeling a little weak after all this. Yeah, he's he's not not in great shape. Uh, I love I love this. Fukuro the silent lover of gossip. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all the while we got uh, Sniper King going through door to door is like uh, no one's around here, which is fine by me. Ah, so they all fear, fear me. And he's the one that comes across Jabra. And it's like, oh, he's sleeping with the key. That's very lucky. And then Nami is the one that comes out off uh, uh, comes across Oh God! I I forget the new guy's names a lot, but I forget I forget this guy's name. Don't worry. <laughs> Crazy he's, hair guy. He's the, yeah the uh, samurai samurai. Uh, there's a oh Kabuki Kabuki. Yeah, he's Kabuki, got like a Kabuki yeah, yeah. gimmick. Yeah, that that's his sort of thing. So it's Nami versus this guy, and oh boy, this matchup where yep. <laughs> uh, Sanji heads into the room, and 
honestly, you can see this sort of ag, ag, ag set up like some sort of cartoon. It's like he goes in, she shuts the door behind him. It's like, please stay a while. Would you like some tea in that face? Yeah. Uh, from Sanji. Uh, all right. So Sanji lost. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, Sanji, you're in trouble. That's for yep. sure. And I and love the, this. The, the, this is where the chapter ends. Got me so hyped. God I damn. Know. <laughs> Kaku's just hanging out in the library. He's like, oh, you've already drawn your sword. Oh, it's it wants to taste blood. <laughs> Zoro's here. Oh, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to these two, uh, two fighting. God, especially since, like, they Oda had already teased it. Because when Kaku was out, like, checking out the Mary, um, and, like, Zoro was just like, oh, it's an intruder. And so they, like, had a little bit of a clash, right? If I'm remembering mm-hmm. and they, right. They also fought with during the assault on... Um, oh, yeah, you're right. That's true. Icebergs. A whole uh, whole yeah. thing. So. so they got a little Ooh. weird little rivalry going on, but I guess it makes sense for their. I guess like Kaku's the closest thing to a swordsman <laughs> on a I, on the CP9. I guess, <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, it's wild to think uh, We're here. just how much it's like. It's all action from this point. Yeah, pretty much. It's all all action. I am so, strap in. So this hyped. is this is the good stuff. I, I mean, I, I gotta say, I was. Both emotionally exa- exhausted and hyped to high hell by the end of this set of chapters. Yeah, this is this is one of those episodes. I feel like that just has it. Just has it all. Like this is like One Piece bringing you down to like the worst emotional lows that you've ever seen in your life. And then it's just like Luffy's here and he's gonna make everything okay. What a way to hit chapter four hundred. Seriously, yeah. Oh man, this was. I feel like we got really lucky with this set of chapters for the podcast because it's just like we are like next time we're just going to get right into the fights like it's just like okay here's like the next part of the arc you yeah know, it's a it's a clean break almost oh absolutely oh man well with that i believe we've said all we've wanted to say about chapters 396 to 400 of one piece thank you so much for listening and you can find more of my ramblings and stream vods over at bitnerd games on youtube or bitnerd with an underscore at the end on twitter and brandon where can everyone find you at I'm at Brennabovia on Twitter talking about anime, manga, games, and my job. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it, you know? Yeah. Ready to see see this arc play out. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) And of course, if you'd like to help us out more, you can support the podcast over at patreon.com slash Derek Bittner. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K-B-I-T-N-E-R to listen to the next episode ad-free three days early. And make sure to return next time as we discuss chapters 401 to 405 of One Piece. So until then, my friends, bye. Remember to take life one piece at a time. But now, if I'm allowed to say my wish just this once, then I... (laughs) 